What does it mean to be a vulnerable Christian man? Walking through life weak and powerless is not what Jesus had in mind for us. It's time to fight. It's time to get comfortable being uncomfortable. We are OB, Sean, Brandon, and Shane, and this is Hello the and welcome Truth. to The Uncomfortable Truth. Today, it's uh, just the two of us. We can make it if we try. Just the two of us. You and I. Woo! I like it. I like you hear that. what? Uh, that's Will Smith, right? It's uh, kind of a remake. It is a remake, and normally... I would be a little uncomfortable when you start singing. But this time I was just kind of feeling Yeah. It. You've been around me long enough. It's like either, you, either you're not uncomfortable, either you just roll your eyes or you just join the movement. I was just thinking, I kind of like this, you know. Yeah. <laughs> the older brothers are, um, they're just they're unreliable. Sleep. They're asleep. Yeah. They're just unreliable people. And uh, we, <laughs> I don't know if you noticed, but we, Obi and I carry the show anyways. <laughs> And when they're not here, we get to say whatever we want to say. <laughs> That's exactly and right. And if those two were here, they could say they whatever. They... Brandon and Sean, leave in the comments how you feel about our comments. <laughs> <laughs> they won't. They'll just shoot us a text message and, yeah. and, uh, and tell us what they think. You guys are idiots. Yep. And they, I turned it off after minute two. There's partial truth to every statement, right? Isn't that that's what right. they say? Yeah. <laughs> well, that's my reality, right? You know? And that's my perception, and that's reality to me. That's exactly right. Yeah. We love them. We do. Hope everybody do, is doing is doing awesome today. Um, I don't know that we have a com- uncomfortable moment. Normally, Shane's singing would be an uncomfortable moment, yeah. but this time it was just kind of uh, just the two of us. I, I know something that can be uncomfortable. Have you ever gotten burnt out, like, uh, with your job? Yes. Okay. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I've what? Uh, that's. It's really uncomfortable to get to that level of burnt out because everything in you knows that or thinks that you just have to keep chugging, 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 chugging along, and in your your body and your brain is done. I feel like over time, our our habit of you know, or or our desire to attain a certain level of success or to hit a certain target or to meet a deadline or whatever it may be, it pushes it pushes you to think that if you don't, you're a, you're failing. And and that naturally I think when you feel like you're failing, at least from from my standpoint, if I feel like that I'm I'm coming up short, I'm 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 missing the mark every time. Um, I I I tend to push harder. I yes. push harder, and 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 because like because I can't accept failure. You know, yeah. it's it's kind of my my mindset, and and that's been a I feel like that's been a um, mindset that has been habitual. It's been created mm-hmm. over time, and I feel like I've gotten to a point where I will get something on my mind and. And, and, and I'll upset, I'll, I'll get obsessive over it, mm. you know? And when you get obsessive over things, um, I think that that's a really quick way to get burnout. I agree. So yeah. stick with us. We're going to, we're going to get into that. Uh, Hey, if you're getting value from, um, uh, this, what we do, hit those buttons at the bottom and help us reach more people. When you hit those buttons and leave comments and engage, if you think other people, other dudes, uh, need to hear, 
what we're talking about um, and need to hear about Jesus, uh, then it, it will help us tremendously. And we would greatly appreciate it if, if you would uh, subscribe and hit those uh, like and comment buttons and leave us a comment on, you know, how do you feel about work and what happens when you get burnt out? So stick with us. We're going to pray real quick and then jump into uh, that whole work deal and getting burnt out and what is success. Heavenly Father, we just lift you up. We love you. We thank you for the opportunity to be here. We thank you for uh, the people out there. God, I pray that you uplift them today. Uh, allow their hearts and minds to focus on you. Uh, Lord, we just want to be honorable to you and talk about what you want us to talk about. Lord, we love you, and we lift you up. Amen. Amen. So what is, you mentioned something earlier about success. I've always, you know, considered success, well, recently, success is in the eye of the beholder. Yeah. Um, what would you say 15 years ago you would have labeled success as in, in life? Um, without a doubt, I would have labeled success 15 years ago. So 15 years ago, I would have been 23, 24 years old. And I would have labeled success as a uh, monetary feat, a uh, driving and owning a nice home, a nice car, um, having financial freedom. What kind of vehicle did you drive when you were 23? Um, I drove a Dodge Ram pickup truck. Half ton? Yep. What year model? Um, well, that would have been in... What year was uh, that? 2008? Uh, it was a 2020. So when I was 24, I drove a... That would have been... Yeah, I would have been... That was a... Two, I drove a 2003. Okay, so it was five years old. Yeah. It was still a decent truck Yeah, for a 23-year-old. Where'd you live? Were you married at the time? 23? Yeah. Nope. I lived in a... A little townhouse, okay, um, with a buddy of mine from high school. Okay, you now didn't was, have much stuff. Did not have much stuff. Did not have much money. I'm assuming didn't have very much money at all. Okay. Um, you know, at 23, when did I get married? I got married 14 years 14 years ago. ago so uh, in five days. Please don't oh. let me forget that. So it'll be 14 in it'll, five days. In five days, it'll be 14 years. So you got married in 2009? Yes. Okay, so you're getting close to getting married at yes. that time. Yes. Okay. And and so I was living in the townhouse, and, and Amy and I were dating whenever I was living in that townhouse. Um, I, was, I was working. Um, Sean had started his business that – we had started in his backyard in 2004. Uh, it was just getting out of the backyard in 2005. And they moved in. They started renting a shop. And then in 2006 is when I graduated college. And I started working with Sean. Okay. And we started growing that business. So, 07, um, we were in the beginning stages of really trying to push hard to grow antler works. And, um, and Amy and I started dating. I drove, yeah, I drove a 2003 Dodge half ton truck. 
Was it a standard or automatic? Automatic. Because back then, they were about half and half. Yeah. Like, when they sold them, you could, it was a lot easier to get a standard. I sold the standard to get this one. What did you have before the... I had a 03 Dodge. Standard. Standard. V6 or V8? Uh, 01. 01, okay. It was an 01. The rounded, the rounded, yes. you went from the rounded body to the where they square it off. Yes. Yeah. 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 In 02 is when they, in the, that's when they changed right. the body Oh, style. and you had an 01? It's I like, had, dad, I just bought this truck. I had an 01. Oh, but it was sweet. Bro, and I, that was my first truck ever. There's something dad. about driving a standard that just makes you feel like a man. It's kind of, <laughs> I, I, like, that is prototypical, like, yeah, I drive a standard truck, you know. You can't drive one? You can't drive a standard? <laughs> Come here, boy. Let me show you. Let me be your daddy for a minute. <laughs> so, yeah, life was a lot different. But what success looked like for me uh, was growing this business. And, and um, you know, the American dream. Mm-hmm. The American dream. Growing a business, doing something that uh, helped you to shape your life life into uh the leave it to beaver episode you wanted to live in a neighborhood you know i all I, all i didn't grow up in a in a we didn't we didn't grow up living in a nice neighborhood and uh in an affluent um you know life lifestyle that's that's yeah. not the way that we were raised at all um we didn't have to worry about having shoes you know but yeah at the same time food was on the table we had food on the table my dad was an extremely hard worker mom did not work um but we didn't have a lot of extra money and you know i grew up having friends that lived in neighborhoods that you know they're they're uh they 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 appeared from an outside you know perspective to be affluent uh, you know, I wanted to raise my family in, in, a, in a similar situation. That's kind of what success looked like to me. Has that, has that image of success sustained you until now? Sustained me? Yeah. Um, meaning have I like not desired to have more than that or what do you mean? Um, like has it, uh, I'm trying to, I guess I'm trying to get to a certain point of, you know, what, what is success? To you, to you, um, if you're listening, I'm pointing at the camera and then back at Obi. What is success? And I, I think like the, the honesty of what success was to you 15 years ago was what su- success was to me as well. Um, and how has that changed from 15 years ago? I kind of, I, I kind of want to hang there for a minute because I think about 15 or 20 years ago in my life and what success was to me, but also think about the pressures of life back then versus now. If I look back, it doesn't feel as if the pressure was near what it did, what it is now. I agree. 100%. Why? Or is I, it maybe just how we view it? Because I, I know we had pressure. Yeah, I think that it isn't a lot of how we view it. I think it is more of that American culture push to um, become become something great, you know, and to achieve some um, affluent lifestyle, you know, even yeah. more so 
I feel like that that is more so driven now than it even was then. You uh, and I have more stuff, more assets, more things, more money than we've ever had previous. Right. Does that fulfill us anymore? Absolutely not. In fact, I felt I feel like I was more fulfilled back then. And it may just be the perception. I know my relationship with the Lord is closer right now than it's ever been. But when I look back, I I see I'm just being real, really real. I see more joy in my life when there wasn't all these things that I felt like I had to keep up. Yeah, I think that um that's an interesting that's an interesting mindset. I think that it has a lot to do with the with the obsessive and the hurry and the can't stop, won't stop, and the and the I think it has to do with the if I if I slow down, I'm getting behind all these other people. Yeah. And what am, what am I going to miss if I, I miss this opportunity? Yep. And I, and I think that we're so in tune and 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 aware that if we're not working on Sunday, if we're, mm-hmm. if we're not working seven days a week, there's a group of folks out there that are. They're going to pass you up. And they're going to pass us up. Yeah. And, and, and so I think that that shapes our, uh, I, first of all, I think that our inability to do that mentally takes a lot of joy out of our lives. Our inability to do our inability to turn to our inability to, to turn, turn it that off. off. Yeah. I feel like our inability to turn that off and, and to think that we've got to grind it out seven days a week instead of uh, doing what the Bible teaches, which is uh, working six days a week and having a Sabbath and actually resting just like Jesus did, just like mm-hmm. God did on the seventh day. He rested. Um, that's the way God designed us. He designed us to rest on the seventh day and to have rest. However, there's this, we live in this generation of if you're resting, you're somehow weaker or not willing to grind as hard, or you're not, Mm -hmm. you're you're not, you know, you're not a, uh, you're not a true, you're not willing to do what it takes to get to this level. And, and it's, you know, you hear, you hear, you hear it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you, you, we do. Um, it's ingrained in our society. We, the United States, is a um, production production driven society and production driven mindsets. And and what you can what you can do, what you can output, is uh, correlated to your worth as a human. According to society, according, according to, to our society, culture. yeah, and according to Jesus. Our value is correlated only to him dying on the cross for us. That's right. That's right. It's not something that we can earn. No. Um, it's it's we uh, men want to earn things though. Like that's part of our DNA. Mm-hmm. So it's hard, like separating those things because we are made to take care of our families. We are yes, financially, emotionally, spiritually. spiritually uh, in all ways, we are made to lead our families. That's who God made us to be. And at the same time, we are made to lead them only through him leading us by submission. That's right. 
That's right. And and the world and the world has led us to believe as men, as women too, um, that we were uh we we are to live to work. Yeah. You know, our our job yeah. because as as humans is to work. Live and, to work. Yeah. And and in in reality that's that's just not what uh that's just not the way that God designed it. We're designed to work to live. That's right. So what are you dealing with today? What is is you know what uh, ideas of the world do you need to let go of in order to let God take control? I know there's a lot and I'm talking to the camera. I know there's a lot there's a lot of th- things that we get inundated with every day in that we've built these pathways in our in our own brains of how we're supposed to live this life and how we're supposed to work and we have to become aware of our thought processes of maybe where we're wrong to make changes and how do how do we become aware of something that we're not aware of I think uh, the way that we become aware of something that we're not aware of is to read the guidebook for our life. Amen. Uh, the guidebook for our life is the Bible. And the Bible tells us, uh, whether we realize it or not, it tells us how to fix these uh, problems that we have allowed patterns to build in our brain. You know, it, it we... The, the Bible tells us, the world tells us, grind it out seven days a week. Uh, the Bible tells us to rest on the seventh day, to have a Sabbath. The Bible tells us to rest. And if we want to experience the true peace and true joy um, that and, and the true rest that our minds and our bodies need, the Bible tells us to rest. The Bible tells us to be still. The Bible tells us to not hurry, and the world tells us exactly the opposite of all of those things. Mm. And and so, the answers are right here. The answers are really hard to. It, it's really hard to change your lifestyle whenever you become when whenever it's become so ingrained, almost brainwashed, conditioned, into, conditioned into our minds that you have got to live to work like you have got to go out if you're if you're not if you're sitting taking a nap on Sunday afternoon everybody else is out there getting the week started yeah you know you've got to eliminate that from your life that mindset that's a good point about naps I usually take a nap on Sundays that's the one day that I feel like my body can actually relax but if I take and I'm getting better at this. If I take a nap on a day that's not Sunday, I have to work really hard not to feel guilty about it, which yeah. is stupid because <laughs> I work really hard and yeah. um, I don't allow myself to tell myself that I work really hard and that it's okay for me to relax for a minute. Yeah, yeah. So, if you're if you're like me, and you get to a point, maybe in your career, in your job, or in in whatever you're doing, where you've 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 checked all of the to do thing. You've got you've got a checklist of a to do list, um, and you've checked all the boxes, and you've you've gotten to a point where you know what, I should take a break. Yeah, 
you know, like I, I, I actually achieved all of the, the goals that I was hoping to achieve. And, but but then <laughs> that conditioning kicks in. Yeah, what happens next? The conditioning kicks in and you're like, oh, no, what? I don't have anything to do. So that means I'm going backwards. Mm-hmm. And so you literally go and you create more for yourself to do whenever you've achieved everything on your list, you add more things to your list because of the conditioning that you've, that you've in, <laughs> that yeah. you come to believe, you know, from, from all of these, um, it comes, it comes from everywhere, Shane. It really does. You know, it, it just comes from everywhere. It really it comes does. from social media. It comes from, uh, you know, it comes from just everything. Um, you, you can't get away from if you're, if you have any desire to, um, grow a business or do something special, you know, or grow anything for that matter. If you, if you want to grow yourself, you got to do it seven days a week. Can't stop. Don't stop. You know, it, and again, once you get to a point of reaching a, a certain peak or climax and hey I've gotten there I'm there and you feel like you're you have you're not there you're you just if you're a motivated person or if you're like that the goalpost just moves it just the, keeps moving the, the goal moves and moves out and moves out and moves out and that's moves out. not what God desires for our life I don't yeah he doesn't I agree. he doesn't desire for us to live that way if you if you want to live a life uh, uh separated from joy yeah Live a life where the goalpost continues to move for the rest of your life. Because how are you going to ever feel accomplished? You don't. <laughs> you don't. You, you, you lose it. Yeah. And, and then we wonder why we have these obsessive thoughts and why we can't stop thinking about the next move and the next move. And I am so preaching to myself right now. <laughs> You're preaching and, to me too. You really. know, it's like we're thinking about the next move and the next move. And, and then we wonder why we can't experience joy. Mm-hmm. And the fact is, is that God never designed us to, if we're going to be obsessive and have obsessive thoughts over anything, it's going to be about him and, and how we can further our relationship with him and how we can dive more into how we can impact this short time that we're on earth for him and slow down and have a Sabbath and rest, you know, and we just, none of us do that. Oh. Good stuff, man. I mean, we're gonna close it out, and I think I think that's a good time. Take a nap. <laughs> <laughs> Although we just woke up, <laughs> but I, I'm happy to do that. Appreciate you guys joining us today. Go kick the day in the face, and we'll catch you on the next one.